Good morning. I'd like to thank Tim Backer in the chat. He got it correct. Bear is in makeup, but I am back from makeup now. Ready to do the brief. The camera is fuzzy, but if you watch this show to look at me, you might need to get your headspace checked anyway. Uh, let's see. What is today? It is the 6th of September, 2023, and we're going to do the brief today. We're going to talk about North Korea, Russia, Cuba, Proud Boys, China's economic woes, uh, not to be confused with the United States economic woes. Also, camera focus. It might be time, there we go, it might be time after six years for a new camera, maybe. It, it was focused for a second. For a second it was focused. Yeah, I had it and then I lost it. It's all good. <laughs> hey, listen, if uh, you're new to this ridiculous show, subscribe, ring the little bell icon, leave a comment for the YouTube algorithmic robots, do all the YouTube things. If you're not new, 40% of you who watch the show regularly, regularly regularly uh are not subscribed w2f bro get on board or get out of the way pick one it's up to you okay 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 there um and those of y'all who are here regularly faithfully you know what to do share the show with somebody you love leave a comment for the youtube algorithmic robots okay okay bear the show is of course brought to you by refugemedical.com for whom i am the primary shill I shill so hard for this company that I started it myself in a barn four years ago. Shill. That's how hard I shill for this company. Um, right now, we got a handful of these Origin Raptor Camo Pattern Bear Facts, which is not just a trauma eye fact, but a survival kit as well. Still in stock. Going fast. It's hunting season. Get your gear. Okay, Bear. Bear Independent Brief, 6 September 23, North Korea. Remember those guys? Remember those guys? North Korea is deepening its relationship with Russia. Is this, um, are we entering into Wolverine's territory? Wolverine! Hey, do you want to come hang out and do the brief over here with me? I Provide your commentary? Yeah, okay. Weird. All right. I love weird commentary. Um, yeah, I'm here for it. Bob, you know, Chief Operating Officer, do you want a chair? I'm going to go chair. Okay, you're just bringing your stuff over? Yeah, I'm just bringing That's my cool. coffee. All right, cool. Gotta have some sort of sippage. North Korea is deepening its relationship with Russia. According to repeated warnings from the White House, Russia has been receiving artillery shells and rockets from the country for its war in Ukraine. Oh, beautiful. Right, no biggie. It's no biggie. So sick. Most recently, officials in the West have expressed concern about Kim Jong-un's upcoming trip to Russia. Kim desires advanced technology and nuclear-powered submarines from Russia. Letters between Putin and Kim have discussed actively advancing military military cooperation and a potential arms deal. So, first thing that comes to mind is, isn't North Korea China's shill? Yeah. Like, how's how's China going to feel if Russia's sleeping with their side chick? Yep. We're mixing and matching over here. It's getting a little muddy in the water. Well, it's also an indicator because China's economy is not doing great. We're going to talk uh, a little bit more about that in a brief tactical screamed Wolverines in the chat. Good job. <laughs> Me, Russia, you long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, Dr. Trevor? Yes, there is enough room in the camera for both of our beards. Although the camera, hold on, maybe it's got a smudge on it. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know. Both of our beards are not very long right now. I don't know. You look at, 
I'm just fuzzy in real life. Like this is full resolution. That's, this is that's actually, 1080p right there. <laughs> this is actually what I look like. Oh man. All right. So Triple <laughs> Seven said that's called a threesome. Uh, a North Korean threesome with Russia and China is not really something that I'm interested in, but I do see it as an indicator that China's maybe not as strong as we all think that they are. And we're going to talk uh, their GDP in a minute. Russia has also been receiving help from China. No, you know, ooh, BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, and 30 plus other nations now, almost 40 plus other nations. Although you're not hearing a lot about South Africa right now. Or India. Or, I, like, India is a big ass country that mm -hmm. is not to be slept on. Well, and India is in an ongoing decades long border dispute with China, right. which is interesting. I don't unifier of worlds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Russia has also been receiving help from China, which after being warned by the U.S. to not provide lethal aid, has instead given dual-use technology and components to the country. That's an interesting one. Not like, make no mistake, the Estados Unidos, I don't think we are what we once were. But we did tell China, hey, don't be sending them like bombs and missiles and tanks and planes and guns. And China was like, mm, okay, we will just give you the, the technology instead rather than the actual product. Nostradamus did bring up a great point. He said, India can cripple our economy by closing all the 7-Elevens and cheap interstate motels. <laughs> so <laughs> they can bring us, who will run the vape shops? <laughs> Uh, coffee almost came out of my nose. Oh, that's Thank awesome. you, Nostra Dumbass. Um, Classic. Iran has sent drones and is even helping Russia build a factory for more drone production. Iranian factories just sound like OSHA violations to me. While the country had considered pro providing ballistic missiles, it appears that that might be under reconsideration after warnings from the U.S. Mm. I'm, I don't know maybe our big stick is working i mean it's it certainly has nothing to do with the leadership of the country my opinion uh some interesting numbers that i stumbled upon yesterday the uh, european union plus great britain now see great britain is not technically a part of the european union mm -hmm. the gdps of the european union and great britain represent so basically all of europe together represent approximately two-thirds of the United States GDP, gross domestic product, how much money we earn each year. Okay, so that GDP is used to determine the scale and scope of one's economy. Mm -hmm. All right. So the EU plus Great Britain represents about two thirds the economic power of the United States. Russia represents one seventh the GDP of the United States. Oh, I got TQ checked. We're getting called out. Right arm. Right arm. All right. <laughs> okay. Tourniquet, right arm, go! You running a soft tee, bro? Oh, no. I'm bleeding out so fast. The most fast, See, believe me. The soft tee requires a little bit more practice. A little bit more. Than the cat does. A little bit more training. But, man, you just feel like an operator, operationally operating. So like special operation right? forces. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, if you get it in FDE, I promise the Navy will send you a contract. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Yeah, there's that special ah, feeling. Yeah. Once you have it, throw it in the chat. 
Good grief. Boom. Feels great. Yeah, if you see, there's muscle mass there because we're not women. Is that how that works? <laughs> I feel pretty today. It's too early for Bob volume. False. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Trev. You probably have some coping mechanisms for that. <laughs> if you do, could you send them to me so I can give them to my wife? <laughs> um, so Russia's GDP is one-seventh that of the United States of America. One-seventh. So that's kind of a big deal. Now, Russia, um, is it by, by country, Russia's the third largest economy in the world. The United States, then China, then Russia. But by volume, they represent one-seventh the economy of the United States. China's GDP is approximately four-fifths or 80% that of the United States of America. So the U.S. has a GDP of roughly $20 trillion per annum. And uh, China has a GDP of roughly $16 trillion per annum. Huspa, that feels great. Joe Garcia, right? The look I just got from a coworker. Nice striker, Kate. Yeah, also, my I'm losing feeling in my right hand. I got it on super good. Well, I took mine off. It's awesome. Somebody said, uh, it was just funny to me. I, uh, hey, is it illegal to use black cat tourniquets in a trauma situation? I hear you have to use orange or blue ones. Could you imagine if that was true? There'd be a lot of dead people. There'd be a lot of dead people. So, don't save that life. It's the wrong color. <laughs> it's like, sorry, dude. I only got blue. <laughs> black is typically what is um, issued to people in a tactical setting. Yeah. Law enforcement officers, military personnel, contractors, uh, support staff, et cetera, et cetera. It's not illegal to use black at all. It's just, see, I have a dark colored shirt on and I have a black tourniquet on. And if this was a low light situation and somebody was shooting at us, you'd have a hard time seeing said tourniquet which is why they make orange tourniquets for high-vis situations, which are typically used uh, by civilians and by uh, EMS and fire. So he said, um, he said that he was told that by an EMT trainee during a CERT academy in Kansas. Um, that it's can, illegal? Yeah, so it was probably an EMTB trainee, which I personally know of two EMTB trainees that I've come up on that did not know how to use a cat tourniquet. So in terms of the legality around the device, I'm sure they're not well-versed. Um, and it's important to point out that when you look at a black tourniquet versus an orange tourniquet versus a blue tourniquet, they're all exactly the same other than color. So functionality-wise, they're all precisely the same product. Um, the, the reason you use an orange tourniquet is for high visibility in a civilian situation because of the high visibility, that's the exact same reason that they're not used by law enforcement and military uh, because those people in a tactical situation probably don't want their position being blown by having a long orange thing dangling off of them. But for civilian applications, EMS and fire, we want the high visibility because if there's a tourniquet on somebody, we want to be able to see it. That's part of why a Sharpie is included in the kits. It's not just to draw mustaches on your buddy's face, which are they even your friend if they don't actually have a mustache already? Let's be honest, right? It's because if I have to tourniquet somebody and then due to massive hemorrhage, apply a mylar blanket, a survival blanket to the casualty, 
so that they don't get hypothermic, which is one corner, one third of the lethal triad. Hypothermia is a bad deal. You might not be able to see the tourniquet now on that person. So you take the Sharpie, you pull their beautiful hair up out of the way like this, and you put a big T on their forehead so that when they're put on a backboard, they're put on a stretcher, they're put on a gurney. When we move that patient to elevate to a higher level of care, we can see everybody knows there's a tourniquet on this person, even if I can't visually find the tourniquet because they've been covered with a Mylar blanket. Somehow we delved right into trauma care. It's, it's okay. It's yeah. because we got shot in the right arm. That's what it was. Cool. Back to the world. Meanwhile, <laughs> in Russia, <laughs> Europe's refusal to indulge Russia's pocketbook has been taking its toll. The pipeline natural gas exports to the European Union from Russia are expected to be reduced to about 21 billion cubic meters, a six-fold drop from 2021. This forecast comes from VEB a Russian state bank. I'm sure very believable source. It also states that it anticipates total natural gas exports from Russia to fall to 100 billion cubic meters, down 31 billion cubic meters compared to 2021. Due to the existing infrastructure, it's unlikely that Russia will be able to compensate with sales to Asia. No pipeline. The pipe no go from there to here. If we not to make a pipeline for you. <laughs> I have a no pipe and ground. Ah, (laughs) Effects from the war have reached across the globe in some surprising ways. Currently, Cuba is cracking down on a human trafficking ring specifically designed to recruit people there to fight for Russia in Ukraine. Can you imagine? No. You live in Cuba. Like, you're already, like, kind of... You went through Cuba. you're, (laughs) You're already drawing the short straw, and you're in Cuba... And you get abducted by Russians Ugh. to be brought to Russia to fight for Russia in Ukraine. <laughs> Dude. It's that meme of the guy who's like standing around. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the country's foreign ministry said Cuba, quote, Cuba is not part of the war in Ukraine. And quote, no <laughs> shit, really? That's like. At least they're on record now. Yeah. We are, hey guys, I don't know if you know this, we're in a different hemisphere of the <laughs> globe. Or flat earth pizza, whatever you're into. Hey. We are a different <laughs> slice of the flat earth pizza. We are not part <laughs> of the war in Ukraine. And the foreign ministry added that it would take action against any person, quote, who participates in any form of human trafficking for the purpose of, not, not human trafficking in general. That's fine. <laughs> But human trafficking for the purpose of recruitment or mercenaryism for Cuban citizens to use arms against any country, end quote. So your standard forms of human trafficking, not an issue. But if you're trafficking people to fight a war in Ukraine, that's an issue. Organs, totally fine. That's fine. That's That's fine. It's fine. fine. Illegal sex workers, fine. Fine. Cuba's fine with that. In the past, Russia has used Cuban mercenaries to do their dirty work. But this time, it's a little bit different. Cuba is on the brink of a humanitarian crisis and feels there's an element of exploitation at work here. It's interesting. Um, If you do your homework on human trafficking, one of the key uh, indicators that trafficking is taking place is exploitation of the individual. Doesn't matter whether it's labor trafficking, sex trafficking, war fighting trafficking, apparently. It's, It's all revolves around exploitation. So imagine that. Cuba is actually correct about that. There is exploitation at work here. 
Christopher Sabatini, a senior fellow for Latin America at Chatham House, Chatham House, explained, quote, the Cuban government is fiercely loyal to its allies. They would that they would call this out is an indication that they truly feel humility, humiliate. You know what? I'm going to start over again. The, the best words. Tremendous. Believe it. I'm going to drink a little water. Oh, this is coffee. We're going to jail. <laughs> Nobody's going to jail like me. <laughs> the best jail. <laughs> Quote, the Cuban government is fiercely loyal to its allies. That they would call this out is an indication that they truly feel humiliated and exploited by what is an ally taking advantage of their citizens at a time of desperate need. End quote. As an example, there was a testimonial published in a Cuban newspaper of two teens who had been tricked into working on construction sites with the Russian army and we're sending messages for help from a bus headed into Russia. Yeah, good times. Um, I got a few other things open, uh, a few other tabs open in my brain and also on the computer that we're going to look at. Now uh, would be a good time for you to tell the people about what you're doing with buckets over there at the oh, refuge, yeah. refugemedical.com. Um, shout out to everybody who's saying Bear Vereens in the chat. Um, bring it back. I will be making a patch directly after this live stream for such a thing. <laughs> Bearverines. It's going to be a picture of TJ holding a rifle. Um, Love it. Maybe so, a bucket of food. A bucket of food. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. All right. So right now at uh, Refuge Medical, go there, www.refugemedical.com. Any bucket that you buy gets you entered in to win a huge bug out bag giveaway. It's a 55 liter pack that's stuffed with everything you need to bug out bro and if you're like man i don't know if bear would approve of this bug out bag uh he would because he helped build it so um <laughs> we look ask us how we got the advice <laughs> uh so we reached out to the pros at bear independent and we're like what should we put in this device that we would use to bug out and they were like hey here's the seven c's of survival use this as a baseline and let's build off of it and it is freaking badass so Lauren's filming a bunch of content around it. She's going to launch it. But any bucket gets you entered right now. So And then there's no limit. A lot of times we put limits on it. So you can buy like 100 buckets. It's no big deal. So the wound care bucket, the birth bucket, the postpartum bucket, and the new surgical bucket, which you guys should get because it's just an awesome prep for SHTF, uh, those will all get you entered in right now. So I recommend you go and get some. And the, the surgical bucket is a surgical suite in a bucket. Yes. Which is pretty damn cool. Because um, you might not know this, but we're actually into preparedness as well, uh, organizationally. Well, I'm not. I think it's foolish a waste of time. Right, but you're totally coming to my house when the world ends, so mm -hmm. it's nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Yeah, nothing to worry about. Um, <laughs> and we realized that like preppers like stuff in buckets, and so we started putting like gauze tape gloves disinfected in a bucket. We called that the wound care bucket, and the internet broke. That's actually our number two highest selling yeah. product <laughs> yeah. behind this the bear fact and the bear fact has existed longer than the bucket has by a significant margin. So if you were to amortize sales, the wound care buckets, like number one, it's, it's awesome. And then, uh, the ladies at the office were like, Hey, but what about babies in SHTF? And so they came up with the birthing bucket and the postpartum bucket. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. What about, uh, your SHTF clinic? And so then we came up with a surgical bucket. And actually, Britt was very instrumental in that as well. Yep. So 
And there may be a list of other buckets coming in the near future. But in the meanwhile, any bucket you get from refugemedical.com gets you entered to win a badass bug out bag. And if you already have a badass bug out bag, congratulations. Now you have another one for another member of your family or somebody that you care about. So how do I enter? Oh, Master Bone, you're automatically entered to win every time you put a bucket in cart and you check out at refugemedical.com. Great question. Uh, now, I thought I'm... I thought this was interesting. First Lady Jill Biden tests positive for COVID. The president's results are currently negative so far. But here's the thing. If COVID was a pandemic of the unvaccinated, you remember that? Yep. Remember that? Yeah. Winter of death. Yeah. Uh, and it, we were all killing grandma right. by not getting jabbed, not mm -hmm. wearing masks. Remember mm -hmm. all that? Yep. How is it possible that First Lady Jill Biden has COVID, or question mark, when she got a hypodermic needle subcutaneously inserted into her yeah. intramuscular, right? Um, was that saline? Mm. Or, they what, would never do or was it Johnson & Johnson? I'm just curious, because if vaccinated people Per the World Health Organization and Dr. Fauci, YouTube, before I get another channel strike. Because we're just trying to follow the science and report correctly. I'm, I need to know which science I'm supposed to trust. Mm -hmm. Because it's changed so many times that I'm unclear as to which science is the one that I'm currently supposed to be trusting. So I'm just trying to work this out with my bro Bob over here yeah. and 1,049 of our closest friends. Um, which, see, I just simply don't understand. Yeah. If vaccinated people don't get covid how is it that the president's wife got COVID? Because she got jabbed, right? I don't know. So did that jab not work? Was it a jab? Hmm. Okay. Now, it, you have if you get you can't get COVID if you're vaccinated. Uh huh. Okay. That's not true. But <laughs> <laughs> but you can if you haven't gotten the booster. Right. But, but she got the boosters. She got like all of them. Isn't she a doctor? And she's a doctor. So she knows. Okay. So her science is trusted. Sure, obviously. Okay. Yeah. I'm Gosh. I was to work it and I heard that one line and I literally was like, what? No. <laughs> Guys, We're, I. KL, trust the science. Trust the science. Trust the science, KL. You yeah. can't be a. I bet you are, you're a climate denier, too. Listen, guys, there's zero chance that there's a large organ trafficking market that's harvesting human DNA and human resources and then putting them into potions and concoctions and then injecting them into your body as some sort of, like, scientific ritual. There's zero chance of that. That would never happen. I definitely don't have a three-eighths of an inch thick printout right here related to what we do at uh, CalebHouse.org that has anything to do with that. Even a little bit. Stop participating in we the ritual. Put, <laughs> we don't put onions in our pots here. Yeah, dude, over here we got smelly feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke because there's a lot of holistic humans over here. Apparently, if you put onions in your socks when you're sick, it helps you. And it, it does. I didn't know this. So I came into my bedroom one night and I'm like, why does it smell like onions in my bedroom? And my wife's like, oh, I got onions in my socks. And I'm like, that's weird. You shouldn't do that. Those belong in the kitchen. And she goes, no, it's for my health. I'm like, no, that's when you eat them. Onions are good if you eat them. 
they don't do anything on your feet. <laughs> so she goes, I went to KL's class and I'm like, I think KL might be stupid. <laughs> she doesn't know how onions work. And then Bob got proven wrong. <laughs> and your ways are not better. Yep. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Apparently, there's a new strain out, so everybody make sure to stock up on onions so you can put them in your covert thread socks and uh, <laughs> and heal, deeply heal. So I just wanted to bring up that Dr. Jill Biden has tested positive for COVID-19. And because of that, the president, if depending on which press release from Jean King, Pierre, whatever the <laughs> yeah. hell her name is, uh, JP, uh, may or may not be masking. He was unmasked currently when he awarded a medal of honor right. <laughs> but at all other to a guy who let's be honest was pretty old um and biden himself is really old but in all other instances he will be masking up inside of the white house because you know 14 days to slow the spread remember that yeah i saw a cutaway yesterday where it was her saying that like to the press she's like he's gonna be masking up whenever possible being safe, using all the precautions, and then it cut away to him giving that Medal of Honor to somebody just walking around with no mask. And I was like, do, 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 And like the Robert Wilde thing popped up. <laughs> so funny. So my question is, do robots need to wear masks? Ooh. Um, yeah, probably it'd be less money that they have to invest on like the facial reconstruction. That's, and, like, that's true. You know, they're not having to put as much data into like facial expressions and stuff like that. They're okay. Saving some AI cash. That's true. All right. I like it. Uh, according to The Guardian, uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken has arrived in Ukraine for a surprise visit. Nothing to see here, I'm sure. The U.S. Secretary of State is expected to announce another, an, another initial package of military aid to Kiev for up to $200 million. Uh, this is now, depending on which source you use, we've, we, the US taxpayer, has already provided Ukraine uh, $60 billion at a minimum. Others have it as close to direct and indirect aid to Ukraine, close to $200 billion. Bro. <laughs> just, I'm just throwing that out there. That's billion with a B. And for those who are unaware, a billion is a thousand million. So that's anywhere between 60,000. Hi, Mon. 60,000 million dollars and 200,000 million dollars. I don't want to pay taxes anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm a conscientious obje objector. Yeah. I don't think it's against my religion to yeah. pay taxes i mean what they're doing it's definitely against my religion <laughs> with that tax money <laughs> that's not a real number bear Two hundred thousand million is yeah that's what we'd call 200 billion um patriot plumber what's up bro hey hashtag don't explode okay uh the u.s secretary of state anthony blinken has arrived in kiev for an unannounced visit that is his first for a year to the Ukrainian capital. He's expected to announce a new package of US assistance in the range of 175 to 200 million dollars during a two-day visit. Uh, a larger package worth more than 1 billion dollars is expected later this week, according to a senior state department official. Blinken will meet with his Ukrainian counterpart Dmitry Kuliba and the president Volodymyr Zelensky. Uh, 
The visit comes shortly after Zelensky fired his defense minister amid a number of corruption scandals over military procurement and as Ukraine's military counteroffensive grinds on in the southeast of the country. I think it was the Ukrainian Navy uniforms or something like that. The defense minister of Ukraine had some sweetheart deal where like they were charging 1200% of what the uniform cost. So sick. Yeah. Dude. I love that. Yeah. I love when I love when governments are like, "Oh dude, that lag bolt, that's $12,000." Yeah. But um Florida Mama Bear has it correct, but the Hawaiians get $700 per household. Exactly. You know why? Because if you gave them more than that, they could rebuild where they're currently located, which is prime real estate. By the way, I saw a meme it was phenomenal. That said, uh, I'm trading in my tinfoil hat for a blue umbrella hat. If you know, you know. Yeah. I was, oh, yeah. I was like, dude. Me looking phenomenal. at blue paint for my roof. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. They were painting. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. You have a blue roof. I have a very blue roof. You'll be okay. You're all right. That's phenomenal. You'll make it. I just realized I'm like, hey, I'm going to have to Everybody to the cabin. Everybody to the cabin. All right, so we're given, uh, giving, we are sending another $200 million today to Ukraine and another billion by the end of the week. Thank God. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, Give them what they need. From theblaze.com, one of the rare actual news articles at the Blaze these days. Uh, let's see. The headline is China is now unlikely to ever overtake the U.S. economy. A current forecast shows written by Joseph McKinnon on 5 September 23, which is yesterday. China, long prophesied to be America's replacement in waiting, might just have to wait forever. Mm. An economic forecast published Tuesday indicated that the second largest economy will not escape its current slump, but will rather see its growth continue to slow to three and a half percent in 2030 and around one percent by 2050 at which time the U.S. is projected to have growth of 1.5%. These are stellar numbers, by the way. <laughs> They're just phenomenal. Uh, previous forecasts put Chinese growth in those years at 43 and 1.6% respectively. Bloomberg Economics now forecasts that's, that China's gross domestic product will not exceed America's until the 2040s, and even then it will happen only by a small margin before falling back behind. Those are quotes. Another quote, China is downshifting in, onto a slower growth path sooner than we expected. End quote, according to The Economists, quote, the post-COVID rebound has run out of steam, reflecting a deepening property slump and fading confidence in Beijing's management of the economy. Weak confidence risks become entrenched, resulting in an enduring drag on growth potential. End quote. There's a lot more to this article, but it's all the blah blahs. So what do you got? realistically um i think that this is hilarious they're telling you that it's not going to be china's economy because a bunch of people are like china's going to take over they're the new superpower that's not what's going to happen they've all it's got to be the one world thing they want everybody to come together so all the economies have to fail together it won't be the chinese economy it can't be the american economy it's also super funny to me that he they're telling us what is going to happen in 25 years in the economy when yep. they cannot predict what is happening right now we're about to go into a government shutdown because of their absolute abysmal stewardship of spending mm -hmm. so it's just it's laughable to me um hey i see a lot of people in the chat uh saying ads in the middle of the live stream yes i talked about this yesterday um youtube so i was gone for 10 days um quite happy 
to be gone for 10 days. It was a blast. And then I came back yesterday and a bunch of, and I came back yesterday specifically to let y'all know, Hey, I'm still alive. Don't worry about it. Everything's great. Um, <laughs> and a bunch of people had freaked out. Yep. It, yeah. A bunch of y'all were in the midst of a bear apocalypse. Yeah, they were like, this is it, indicator, final one. But when I came back on yesterday and went to do a live stream, YouTube has updated its platform even further and now requires during a live stream, you must pick. It, you have no option to not have ads during a live stream. Um, the minimum that I can set it to is one ad every 30 minutes during a live stream. The maximum it can be set to is one ad every six minutes. So I had to pick one. You're not allowed to not pick one. They will roll ads in the middle of the live stream. It's an update that they did. So I picked the lowest number possible, which is one every 30 minutes. And I have zero control over what ads they play during that 30 minutes. And also YouTube being YouTube on videos that I purposefully do not monetize. They still roll ads on it anyway. What that means is they've decided that enough people watch this channel that they are going to roll ads with or without my permission. And if I opt in and I decide to monetize the video, then they'll share a little bit of that ad revenue with me. Yep. If I don't monetize, they'll roll ads anyway and keep all of it themselves. So, yeah, that, that's 100% a YouTube thing. It's on the back end of the YouTube service that I have to use in order to be able to live stream. There's literally nothing I can do about it. So... My wife said do 29-minute live streams. That'll happen, Palmetto. <laughs> That'll happen. Somebody got a... Oh, my gosh, Ed B. Rosado, shut up. Dude, have you tried Rumble? I know, Ed B. He's just messing with me. <laughs> yeah, yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. The last, <laughs> the last brief that I did on YouTube got close to 50,000 views on YouTube. It got 170 views on Rumble. <laughs> so they just start making refugee medical ads. Yeah, we, Refuge Medical has ads. Yeah, we yeah. we do. That would involve YouTube wanting to run them. <laughs> What's the best AR for SHTF? The one you got and train with, Maurice. You can have the best rifle possible for SHTF, and if you don't train with it, you might as well have a stick. Yeah, somebody got a little blue pill ad. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Gets you super turned on to get some more intel, huh? So China's GDP is in the gutter. It's all falling apart. The, the last thing I wanted to talk about is from RT, uh, RussiaToday.com. Not our RT. Our RT is Refuge Training, which is in Boise yeah, right now. Yeah, they had a baptism yesterday. Praise Yah. Imagine that. came to the Father. Um, and they are starting a class right now. That is super unlike us. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't ever do that. I think it's in Bear Tribe. Yeah. But there's some there's some good picks from yesterday. There's one of them. Oh, my gosh. Focus, camera. You can tell they look a little wet and muddy right there. It's almost like that's like a cornerstone of what we do. There's them getting their graduation certificates. Go. Focus. Pretty awesome. Nice. And then there's that baptism there for y'all. Yep. So we always stay in a hotel when we're on the road that has a pool. And we can't stay in a hotel that does not have a pool. 
because we found that we then have to find a pond or a lake yep. or a stream or bathtub or something um, because that is what it's all about. In Boise, about to take responder one. Dude, praise you out, Philip Hayes. Tell him, uh, tell him we said what's up. The Glock clock. Hey, Bob. Thanks for the iron sharpens iron dog tag. No, thank you, bro. Jixifer. All right. So this. Uh, this last article right here from RT Russia today. Proud Boys leader sentenced to 22 years in prison. Former Proud Boys leader Enrico Enrique Tario has been sentenced for seditious conspiracy over the Capitol riot. Classic. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I watched this live on television. Also did. Remember when that happened? Yep. Um, see, there's a guy. Well, there was a guy. <laughs> uh, there was a guy, Yevgeny Prigozhin, who ran uh, the Wagner private military company on behalf of Vladimir Putin to give Putin some plausible deniability with his little green men all around the world. And about a month ago, Prigozhin led a an actual attempted coup where um, he took a whole bunch of troops and military hardware and shot down at least one, maybe six Russian helicopters, uh, went moved through Rostov on Don, which is a huge logistical hub for the Russian special military operation in Ukraine, and then pointed himself towards Moscow. He got within 90 kilometers of Moscow and was like, hey, we've had enough. We're coming to take over. And then Putin and Prigozhin came to an agreement. Prigozhin allegedly went to Belarus, although he appeared somewhere in North Africa. And on the same day that I reported on him being in North Africa, his plane went down and uh, he dead. Supposedly. Supposedly. That's an insurrection. That's an insurrection. A couple thousand people at the Capitol with flags and banners. Not not an insurrection. Also, a lot of Fed boys that yeah. were at that event. Yeah. A lot uh, of proven Fed boys. And I was very much so telling all the people that I know who were even considering going, mm, it's a trap. Stay away. Don't go. You know, I actually got invited to that. Um, I, I did have some friends that attended such events. Uh, they, of course, would never go into the Capitol. That would be illegal. Mm. Nice try, Feds. Um, but uh, we were we had just finished up actually in Wisconsin. There was a big riot. We had done a security detail for some people up there. And uh, we were finished there. And a big group is January 4th was heading to D.C. Everybody was heading to D.C. from Chicago. And I got asked, they said, Bob, do you want to go to D.C.? It's going to be a good time. We're going to go stand up for our rights. And I thought about it. My wife at the time was nine months pregnant. And the spirit said, you should go be home and you should be with your wife. And I looked at my battle buddy and I said, bro, I don't think we're supposed to go. And he goes, come on, man, this will be fun. This is going to be history. I'm like, I don't disagree with you that this is going to be history. I don't think that we should go. Yeah. So we didn't go. Morning of January 6th started. He was over at my house. And we actually heard it on our live chat. Like on our, our, our live chat, we were listening to it happen live. I left that live chat. I was like, oh, hell no, dude. I was like, I burn everything. I was like, not a chance. They're coming. Um, but, yeah, it's 
there was a bunch of like grandmas there. Like, mm-hmm. re- like it really wasn't a coup or anything. Like they got, they didn't even want to go in. A fed broke the window and was like, you guys should go in. And they were like, no, nah, I don't think so. I think that's illegal. And then the fed tried to fight that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Romans 12, 18 said, I can remember bear telling us not to go. There is no plan. Don't go. Yep. So the leader of the Proud Boys, Enrique Tario, has been arrested and sentenced to 22 years in federal prison for his role organizing the January 2021 U.S. Capitol, air quote, riot. U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly handed down the sentence on Tuesday in Washington, making the longest prison term yet among more than 1,100 Capitol riot-related criminal cases. Tario's long sentence for seditious conspiracy reflected the judge's finding that he committed an act of terrorism even though he was not in Washington on the day, more than 2,000 people stormed the Capitol building seeking to disrupt the certification of President Joe Biden's election victory. Oh, it hurts my soul to just say those words out loud. Quote, I am not a political zealot, end quote, Tario told Kelly at his sentence hearing. Quote, inflicting harm or changing the result of the election was not my goal. Please show me mercy. I ask that you not take my 40s from me, end quote. Tario was in a Baltimore hotel room about 40 miles outside of Washington during the Capitol breach. He was under a court order to stay out of the city in connection with an unrelated arrest two days prior to the riot. Prosecutors who requested a 33-year prison sentence claimed that Tario was a ringleader of the plot to stop the transfer of power to Biden from then-President Donald Trump. He sent messages from his hotel room encouraging the Proud Boy members who participated in the riot. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Let me just ask you guys a question because a lot of you guys have lots of questions relating to Camo during and after SHTF. <laughs> this guy was 40 miles away from the riot and they got him for 22 years because of what? Texts. Texts. Which means they were undoubtedly already building a case against this guy. They subpoenaed his phone or they got a search warrant for his phone from a judge sympathetic to their cause. And law enforcement and judges operate with discretion, which means that it's up to them what they charge, what they prosecute. And so they found a judge that was sympathetic to the cause. That judge gave them a warrant for that dude's phone. They broke the phone. They got in and they connected him to the January 6th riots well enough riots are quote well enough that that guy who wasn't even there got 22 years so i have said to you people you find people of the bear nation on multiple occasions there will come a time when these right here the rectangles of death need to be smashed and thrown away yep and a lot of people have balked at that but really oh yeah oh yeah really i Um, personally think it's going to be within the next 12 months there you go. And I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> so that's just that's just Bob. Also, to everybody who's saying that Tario is a Fed in the chat, yeah, probably. Um, if he wasn't when it started, he probably is now. Yep. Um, enough prison and death threats will make anybody a Fed. Yeah, doodle flip. Yep, doodle, doodle flip. flip. And once they do, once he does flip, they'll get his entire network, his entire ring. Um, he will sketch it out for them on a piece of paper and point them in the right direction so that he can enjoy his 40s. And they can go after the air quote real terrorists. 
he was a CI way before January 6th. Yeah, yeah. He, there is actual reports of him being a confidential informant for federal agents before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was multiple times. One of them was actually in a pretty decent case, if I remember. Um, still think the dang phone should still be on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> What's up, Arthur Wobina? Yeah, the thing is, though, like the phone on the wall is actually easier to bug than your cell phone is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Tario has been arrested 22 years. I just bring that up to illustrate what is your combo plan during SHTF? What is your combo plan post SHTF? What is your combo plan right now? Yeah. What kind of shit are you saying with your thumbs to your buddies that you shouldn't be saying at all unless it's face to face and you're miles from the nearest collection device? Yeah. Ever thought about that? JK Iron Man, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Somebody said, Good morning. Video shortwave. Yeah, we could, you can still listen. Oh, yeah. There's no, it's, it's an age old saying, guys, there's no secure comms. Yep. There, there's no such thing as secure comms. They do not exist. This is why we, this is why the history behind the Navajo code talkers is so cool. This is why the history behind like call signs is so cool because there's no such thing as secure comms. And right. so the, when you're communicating with so and now we have directional transmitting right uh mm-hmm. and so we can figure out where people are you hit that button you send that signal out if it's ham dude would be on you in three minutes mm-hmm. or faster or fat depending some, the some of the people we do op for against key your radio <laughs> one time you're blown oh. is gmrs secure no no, no. <laughs> not even close not listen, even close. I can listen to you through tools at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Walmart's national frequency is FRS 22 or 462.725? Yep. And every time I drive past a yep. Walmart, every time I get on FRS 22 and I say something to the effect of, Darlene, somebody took a shit in aisle 13 again on the radio and just listen to the Walmart employees scramble. Eight out of 10 times, yep. I, you'll literally go, You'll hear somebody from Walmart go, again, hold on, <laughs> we'll get the mop. Oh, uh, so it's awesome. phenomenal. I had one assumed Walmart manager get on there one time and start screaming, this is a private channel. And you, No, it's no, not it's a not. private channel. <laughs> 462.725, not a private channel. Walmart does not own FRS 22. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam, you can't have that too. <laughs> one-time pads. Brian, they work, but how are you, tra- how are you transmitting? Right. Your OTPs. Um, somebody else said something about satcoms. What about satcoms? Who owns the satellites <laughs> that your transmission is bouncing off of? Guys, there's a reason that in, the Native Americans used carrier pigeons <laughs> and smoke. <laughs> Blue collar militia. What are your thoughts on the Gaston memorandum? I might do a standalone video on that. That is the brief for today. If uh, you're one of those people that jumps off before we discuss the value exchange and therefore doesn't know why Bear was gone for 10 days because you just jumped ship on the end of the last brief, this is your opportunity to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, we're going to discuss the value exchange. Now, uh, my mouse died. No. Oh, it's back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't jump off if you're a member of the Bear Nation. Thank you, Connor Brown. Appreciate you, bro. 
Risky Krisky, what's up, bro? Field phones are bust, precisely. Or better yet, let's meet in person. In a place where our mouths are covered because, you know, lip reading is a thing as well. And, uh, you know, directional, yeah, it just, it's Ball. a thing. It's a, there's no secure combo. It's bad. On Patreon this morning, I discussed homesteading without fuel and SHTF. So if you ever wondered about what should your fuel plan be post SHTF, that's on Patreon this morning. Patreon is a $10 per month prepper consultancy. There, we produce more content for Patreon than we do for YouTube by a mile. And it's deeper conversation over on Patreon. We get a little bit more into the nitty gritty over there. So if you want to be a part of that, or if you have been a part of that, and it's the beginning of the month again, and you didn't realize that for whatever reason, your debit card expired this month or whatever reason, um, go back to Patreon. It's 10 bucks a month, blah, blah, blah. Links in the description. It is also National Preparedness Month. And so... I've been producing content every day for National Preparedness Month. Refuge Medical has been producing content every day for National Preparedness Month. You might check out the Refuge Medical YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Just search for Refuge. You'll find it. Uh, so lots of good content over there. You spoke earlier about the bug out bag giveaway yep. at refugemedical.com. Yep. Um, the way that works is any if you buy any bucket, whether it's a wound care bucket a birthing bucket, a postpartum bucket, or a surgical bucket, which are buckets filled with all the things that you need to do that job. For wound care, gauze, tape, gloves, disinfectant, we've had a bunch of people review that bucket, and everybody has said you can't build this bucket for what you can buy it for, and it's better components as well. So we've got a lot of awesome feedback on the wound care bucket. The birthing and postpartum buckets, we've had five babies that have been born, five with birthing buckets, home births using the birthing bucket and the postpartum bucket, that's phenomenal. And then the surgical bucket's brand new. And the idea behind the surgical bucket is it's something that you can keep in your preps to be able to build an impromptu field surgery suite if you had to. Now, I am in no way suggesting that if you know nothing about anatomy and surgery, if you're not a medical doctor, that you should just start cutting on people. I'm saying that if you have somebody who is qualified and then you have somebody else in your crew, your team, your mag, your tribe that say has acute appendicitis or something like that, the surgical suite is designed to open the butts, pop the lid, open the bucket, boom, I can set up a surgical suite right here. Gray Mouse says, but I can sew. That's awesome. So what to what though, right? Anatomy is kind of a big thing. So uh, surgical bucket is up. We have a handful of the Origin kits left in stock. It is hunting season. Mm -hmm. And so here, grab your phone for a minute. Yep. These are the Origin kits. They are in the Origin Raptor camo pattern. You got your shears and your TQ on the outside. And then inside of this, you got a Sawyer mini water filter right here as well. And then you've also got your fire making in this kit. And um, even the pouch, the pouch has, this is like our crash vac pouch. So it has a piece of plastic in the back of it, um, high-density polyethylene to give it more rigidity. It's black on the inside, super cool. It's got this black ripstop nylon with tan. So even aesthetically, you know, tan trim looks awesome. Pop this open. Boom. You've got fire making in here. Uh, you got, you know, plus all your trauma medicine, March algorithm stuff. So if you're going hunting in the backwoods 
and you have a medical emergency, this kit will save your life. Oh, it's awesome. If you get lost and you need water and fire, right, so you can maintain 98.6, this kit will get you through. Yep. And so th this is like approved by the head honchos at Origin. Yeah, it is. So if you're like, I wonder what Jocko thinks about this kit. Yep. They let us build it, right? Very cool. So there's a handful of those left. Um, and then, of course, the Bearfack, Bear First Aid Kit. There are many. This one has been mine. I'm supposed to be giving this away to somebody who won it on the live stream with the Angry American, and nobody has told me where to ship it yet. No way. Yeah, so it's still here. Dude, that's like an OG Bearfack. Yeah, too. this one. So this one, this exact kit lived outside for a year as part of pressure testing our stuff. Yep. So tourniquet right here, shears right here. And this is what it looks like after being outside for a year. Pop this open, pull the red handle. The inner pouch comes out. Now I don't have my kit stuck to me while I'm shot, stabbed, blown up, trying to fix myself. I'm holding in my hand a purpose-built trauma medical kit. Watch this. You can pop it open with one hand. And notice all the stuff didn't go flying all over the place. Oh, my gosh. So cool. You it's, didn't yard sale everything. Yeah, it's almost like professionals designed it or That's something. Weird. Oh, That's nah. cool. There's no rape whistle in it, though. Ah, oh, no. Yeah, dude, there's no glow stick. Um, none of that. It's actual, like, life-saving medical gear. It's actually, look at that, made in the United States of America. Whoa. There's a lot of people right now, a lot of our air quote competitors that I've noticed on their website, are saying things like, proudly assembled in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Cool. We build our shit here. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Assembled means that they put the components inside of the pouch here. That's what that means. That yeah. means they stuffed it here. So they bought the bag somewhere else. They bought the stuff somewhere else, and then they put it together here. We don't do that. We buy everything that we possibly can here in the U.S. And what we can't buy here in the U.S., we'll build here in the U.S., and then we'll assemble here. It's a little bit different. A little bit different. We try to focus on, like, giving Americans jobs mm. and stuff. Mm. I don't know. Probably foolish mm. of us. Maybe we're just hopeless romantics. <laughs> time will tell i guess yeah, yeah, will. time will tell only you guys will show us. <laughs> so in here you've got your tourniquet gloves sharpie pressure bandage medical tape and that this seems like a throwaway feature but i love this so as you saw like the stuff's not being yard sailed all over the place but if i need this tape i can grab it and pull and it'll come out because it's retained by this these velcro tabs here so it's like little attention to detail like that because this kit, when it was first uh, produced, I first made the first bear fact because I needed a first aid kit, one that didn't suck. And I couldn't find any on the market that I was happy with. And then I started, uh, I sent a handful of kits out to friends of mine, Army SF, Air Force PJs, and they were like, dude, these are awesome. But, uh, you know, where can we, we get more? But the PJs came back and they're like, hey, we love it, comma. It's kind of hard to get the inner out of the outer when it's wet. Huh. Well, I'm not in the habit of jumping out of helicopters into the ocean. That makes sense. So I never had that issue, but they did. And so each time we've iterated to make the kit better and better and better and better with real end user feedback. This right here? That, that, little, that little hot mamma jamma. Right. So something I like about the tape, right, is... When it's holded, when it's like this right here, you can actually use this as a tape dispenser, right? And so you can take it and you can pull your tape out while it's still hooked up right there. So you don't even have to move the tape out. Um, and then if you needed to like run with it, you could just pull it off 
just like that. So, it, you know, it's little, little stuff like that that may not seem like a big deal, but like not having to have your hands filled with a tape roll when you're trying to also open three other packages for components because someone's bleeding out, that's that matters. It mm-hmm. matters a lot. And so, you know, it's just like a little secret that people don't realize. Yeah. Well, it's the functionality of the kit. Is, it's done in such a way because of real end user feedback, right? It's actually like prioritized per the order of care, per the March algorithm. My massive bleeding stuff is right here. It's the first stuff I can get to, right? I want massive bleeding first, then airway and respiratory. Mm. Well, what's back here in what we call the stack? Airway and respiratory. Shears, because you need to expose, right? Two five by nine gauze pads, big gauze pads. Because if I need big gauze, I need it now. And also a lot of times when there's punctures to the pleural space, the cavity, chest cavity, there's lots of fluids, viscous fluids. So I want big gauze so I can clean that area up now. Then I've got two chest seals, not one but two, because you typically with a uh, pleural space puncture, especially with bullets, have an in-hole and an out-hole. And you also have two lungs, a left and a right. So a lot of kits will only include one chest seal. And yes, you, I can take the wrapper off of this burn tech dressing, the wrapper off of these chest seals. I can take duct tape. I can make more chest seals, but if I need them now, I want a purpose built yep. chest seal. Yes. So I've got two chest seals rather than one. And also a burn tech dressing because burns are a common mod- common modality of injury more and more in the battle space and also with motor vehicle accidents. So burn tech dressing. And then down below, you know how it go down below. You know how it go down You know below. how it go. By the way, all of this is FSA and HSA eligible. 87 lives saved to date. 87. Dude. So it's not job. like it's not like we think it's a good idea. Yeah, it works. 87 people are still alive because of these kits. You know, and I was talking to one of our younger employees yesterday about this. We were talking about kind of just life and purpose and drive and what we were doing. And there's a lot of you on here that have supported Refuge Medical at times where you didn't necessarily need to. You went and you bought a hydration kit or something like that. Well, I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told that kid is if you've been involved in the last year, you played a direct part into saving those lives. Mm. You get to claim a section of those 87 because you're part of Refuge Nation and Refuge wouldn't have survived without you. And yep. so that 87th life that just came in, you helped with that. Yep. That's a life saved for you. And so that's a big, big deal that we all get to be a part of this mission together, which is saving lives while in service to the Father's kingdom. We're not just a company. We're not trying to just sell you shit. We're trying to help people. And you are a huge part in that, you know? So I just want to share that. Mm. Tabar, and to think it all started with a poll. It did on Patreon, a Patreon poll. And in a barn, he who is faithful and small could be 87 lives later. Oof. Praise y'all. Down below, you've got your uh, quick clot, wound pack and gauze, and then your trauma pack, which has a mylar blanket, compressed gauze for wound packing, triangle bandage, which is useful for a thousand things, curlex, rolled gauze, two by twos, four by fours, five by nines, eye shield, iPad, and flat duct tape. The flat duct tape is right there. And so this kit is not some good idea fairy bullshit it's not price point bullshit it's made in america it's guaranteed forever it is on four continents with all branches of the u.s armed forces electively and 87 lives have been saved with this kit and 
I unconditionally guarantee it forever. We've had guys in the service who have lost their kit, not because the kit came off of their line gear because they didn't fix it properly or they were doing a movement and they don't know where it went. And they've sent us emails, be like, hey, I lost my kit. I'd like to get another one. Is there anything you can do for me? It's totally my fault. I'm like, send that guy another kit. Just send him another kit. I want our warfighters out there to have the best equipment possible, right? Like we've, we replace components all the time. Yep. If you use the components of this kit to save somebody's life, I will replace them up to and including an entirely brand new kit if needed yeah. at no cost to you simply so that, and here comes another ad, simply because I want good people to have good kits. Uh, we've had people who have wrote in and said, hey, I started carrying a tourniquet because of you. I didn't get it from refuge, but I started carrying a tourniquet because of you and I had to use it. I just want to let you know. Thank you. And I'm like, awesome. Praise you. Send that guy a tourniquet. Yep. Every time. So anyway, that we're a, we're a different company than everybody else out there. We've replaced components to other companies' first aid kits. Yep. People have learned how to use tourniquets or first aid supplies through us have reached out when they've saved a life or rendered aid and been like, yeah, I use this person's kit. I'm sorry. It wasn't a refuge kit. I didn't have one with me or I didn't have one yet. And it's just like, replace those components. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. It's who cares about the non, like all the fake money and bullshit. Somebody was trying to save a life that yep. took faith and strength and boldness and determination. Let's bless that. Let's reward that. Yep. And then the father will bless us and reward us, dude. Or he'll burn all this down and we weren't supposed to do it anyways. So joke's on you. We win either way. <laughs> we got this guy called Yeshua. <laughs> He's got our backs. Awesome. Uh, all right. So that's Refuge Medical. You guys know that. Refuge Training. There are some new dates in Spyro, Oklahoma. The Essential Responder, which is Responder 1, 2, and 3 as well as uh, Responder 2 standalone class is available uh, the 30th of October in Spyro, Oklahoma. I get a lot of questions about, Bear, are you going to be at insert class date here? Um, I am the founder and CEO of Refuge Training. I'm not the trainer, but I can tell you this, there's a much higher likelihood that I'll be there if it's in Pecola, Oklahoma. Yep. Because that's 15 minutes from our offices, yep. rather than if it's in Boise, Idaho, because that's not 25 hours from our offices. So uh, there are classes uh, posted for Spyro, Oklahoma, uh, Pecola, Oklahoma area, uh, eastern Oklahoma, near Fort Smith, Arkansas, uh, for October the 30th. So check that out at refugetraining.com really cool thing about those classes guys we went back and forth back and forth about doing it november 1 or doing it october 30. Mm. here's the reason we did it on october 30. that er is going to happen on halloween mm. the enemy uses that holiday for absolute satan satanic nonsense so we have decided that we are going to come together on their high holy day we are going to pray and we are going to rebuke and we are going to train people to save lives under Elohim. We're going to work directly against the enemy. So if you want to come be a part of that, this is the class for that. This is a spiritual warfare class as much as it is a medical training class. We are trying to be bold with our faith 
and we want you guys to take part in that because it was not an easy decision. It's actually not something I even talked to TJ about. I, this I think the first time you're hearing this, um, but it felt like we as believers need to stand up and unify together on a day that has so much negativity attached to it. Yep, that's the first I'm hearing of it, and uh, I'm cool with it. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what an it, awkward way to end a live stream. Yeah. Actually, I have to have a conversation with Bob that's unrelated now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's refugetraining.com, calebhouse.org. Thank you to every one of y'all who participated in the restoration initiative. Um, insane insane two, wow. just shy of $295,000 that was raised to build Caleb house during that restoration initiative. And that's all y'all. You guys are absolutely amazing. So thank you for participating in that. If, um, if the spirit moves you and you'd like to be involved in the restoration of juvenile human trafficking survivors, Caleb with a K calebhouse.org. I feel like I feel like you guys know what we do, and I don't need to get too deep into what we do. But um, calebhouse.org, if you want to help us put kiddos back together again after they've been trafficked, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. Of course, you can go to grindstoneministries.com. You can get your T-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies, all the swag. Our brother Sauce Facts Not Feeling shirt. Our brother Rex is the real dope shirt, uh, the proceeds from which, all of which benefit Caleb House and our mission to forsake not the widow and the orphan, to break generational curses and to put these kiddos back together again. You can get the scriptures there. If you'd like to buy a copy, they're available at our cost. If you can't afford a copy, we will send you one at no cost to you. Just email admin at grindstoneministries.com. And as Brian Kirst just said, the Moose Run Coffee is good. Yes, it is. Proceeds from Moose Run Coffee Links in the description, all this stuff as well. Go to support Caleb House. So um, there's a grindstone blend, the you know, good to go. And then I think it's next week they'll be doing their uh, kind of their matching again, where all sales, 15% of all sales go to Caleb House wow. next week. Uh, so keep Moose Run Coffee on your radar. And also at, at any time, if you get the grindstone blend, 15% of that goes towards Caleb House, which, again, is our juvenile human trafficking restoration facility. So we are like super blessed with all these strategic partnerships that we have. Yeah. Um, the, the father's badass. I mean, we've we've talked about just in the end here, we've talked about partnership with Origin Maine, baptisms, mm -hmm. uh, rescuing and restoring children who have been trafficked, uh, coming together for prayer and praise and worship on the enemy's high holy day. Yep. Um, 87 lives saved to date. I don't know how many, it's more than 6,000 copies of the scriptures we've given away, right? So somebody just asked about the ruck too. Oh, refugeruckus.com. If you want to get involved in the ruckus, refugeruckus.com. So check that out. Uh, Kimberly Dickey, what's up, Nurse Doc? Said the ruckus website is up and running. Yes, it is. Refugeruckus.com. Um, if you would like to get involved to come to Fort Smith, Arkansas, spend three days uh, learning and fellowshipping and praise and worship and rucking, 
to throw up a middle finger to the human traffickers and to raise awareness and funds for Caleb House. Saws, shalom, brother. Shalom, Saws. RefugeRuckus.com. I'm planning on doing a remote ruck here, and you can do that as well, just like Tavar said. There's, in fact, there's a tab for remote ruckers. Um, so there's a packet you can get as a remote rucker to help you raise awareness and fundraise remotely if you're not coming to Fort Smith. I will be there. Bob will be there. The whole refuge team will be there. A bunch of the Caleb House team will be there. Grindstone team will be there. Sojourn Gear team will be there. Um, our so facilities, their teams will be there. We have speakers coming in from all across the country. The Angry Viking Therapist will be there. Pastor Joe Fox with Viking Preparedness will be there. Sister Kate Shofar Mountain will be there. The Angry Prepper will be there. Um, we've got uh, a bunch of other speakers as well. Um, homesteading, uh, you know, tactical stuff, all that. And so on Friday, we have speakers and presenters. Uh, Saturday is Shabbat. So we're going to get together. We'll have some praise and worship music. Um, we'll hang out. We'll read the Bible, study the word, fellowship together, share a meal. And then Saturday or Sunday, we're going to have some live music and we're going to ruck uh, through downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas. And it is the first event that I'm aware of nationally to specifically go out into the community and raise funds for anti-human trafficking. Like there, there've been lots of fundraising events. This one is in the heart of downtown Fort Smith, undeniable. Guys, a couple people have asked in the chat, if you're doing a remote ruck, uh, that's, that's awesome. I, I implore you to get a bunch of people involved in your area. Um, because the whole idea of the ruck is bringing awareness, right? It's hard to not notice the 50 guys walking down the street carrying flags and banners that say, save our children. Right. And so if you're doing a remote ruck, don't just make it yourself. Call your friends, call your congregation, call your work. Same exact thing. Hey, I need you for a 5k. Oh, I don't really do 5ks. Well, do you not like children being trafficked? You can do 5ks, right? Get other people involved on a deeper level. So there you go. RefugeRuckus.com. And that is the show for today. Special thanks to Bob, Chief, Chief Operating Officer at RefugeMedical.com. As always, it's a pleasure. And to Katie Lynn, admin at Grindstone Ministries, and to Monica, who's never on camera. She never says a word, but she's over there. If you've ever watched anything on Patreon, Monica did that. And to foe, sales at RefugeMedical.com. Oh, daddy. Over there. Bussin', bussin'. And above all of these people, the yeah. most high. Praise y'all, who's awesome and who loves his kiddos. Y'all have a blessed day. Shalom.